episode 69. How about I just take another call? Go ahead, caller. Uh, hello, ladies, man. Uh, my name's Kent Folger. Uh, let me tell you, the last time my wife and I made love was the day I got home from the Korean War. But with this Viagra stuff, we've been going at it like dogs in heat. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds all right to me. Now, uh, how old are you? Well, I'm 76, and the little lady is 80 years old. Yeah, well, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, no. That is, that is not good. I'm sorry. Um, but I must say, after all those Viagras that I just took, it doesn't sound that disgusting, you know? <laughs> now, how's that 80-year-old ass on that old lady of yours? Runnerby fans, I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How you doing, EC? Doing much better. A couple more days, the countdown begins to the season starts, so very, very excited. Bunch of games going on as it is. I've been watching some championship games. Uh, Champions League games are on. I think Chelsea played earlier today, so season's, season's basically here, so very, very excited. It's not upon us. The eve of the season is nigh upon us. It starts off, uh, I believe game starts off on the Friday. I uh, don't know who the, the, the starters are, but I know we have an early, early game. A very early game, 6.30 in the morning Central Time. Manchester plays Leeds United, and we'll get to that here later. But, EC, let's recap. A, well, from what I, it was a very different team. Um, obviously, a lot of our starters came back. For the Everton uh, last preseason game, uh, we have, you know we won four 0 It seemed like right off the bat, up and you know, till, you know, right off the bat, Mason Greenwood, Harry Maguire, uh, Bruno Fernandez all score in the first half. Yes, uh, Diego Dolot uh, scored you know in the latter part or the pretty much the ending of the match, but we dominated from end ten in that match. In my opinion, uh, their pace was good. Uh, it you know our defense was good. Uh, most of our starters played. Uh, you would think, uh, you know, with um, you know, obviously with Varane coming in, um, you know, Lindelof started. Uh, our midfield, Matic, you know, started. Um, that's not something that we weren't used to last year. I know he's, you know, he he started some league games. Uh, not very much in the Premier League. He was usually that Fred and McTominay the combo. Donnie, Donnie started, and that was a very interesting that Donnie Vanderbeek started alongside Matic. Um, and then obviously Bruno started his first match. And then up top, we had Martial leading the line with uh, James and uh, Greenwood. And that seemed, those, those parts seem interchangeable between um, Martial and Greenwood along the lines. Sometimes I couldn't see tell who was actually the, 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 the standalone striker. But the pace of the game coming out of the midfield was kind of what shot out to me. Um, it looked like Donny Vanderbeek has, you know, has kind of, I know, hopefully, it, you know, he's settled into the team. 
Uh, you know, it's been reported that he's put on some lean muscle. He's not as a, uh, you know, he's not as you know flimsy, I guess you could say, as he was as he was last year. And the want to there, uh, Matic as well. I mean, again, again, it's preseason, so I don't want to get too overly confident of what you know what we can do this weekend. And obviously, with our first couple of uh, first few games, at least for the first two months against the opponents we have. Um, but with Pogba, they came off the bench. You know, he was on the bench. Uh, we have players. Obviously, Sancho didn't play. It looks like with the team that played and the style of t- style of play we played on 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 a, on, on a Saturday, on a very early Saturday morning. Trust me, I had a golf tournament and I was trying to watch it. Uh, got up very early. Um, it it looked very refreshing compared to the way we ended the season. Don't know that you know that style of play is gonna last, and who knows if what the McTominay Fred or Mick Fred situation in the midfields how is how that's gonna go. Um, if Bruno's gonna keep up his you know up up um, his style of play, and obviously the big big question in the middle is the Pogba is he gonna you know you know is he gonna in a contract year or lack thereof contract year is he gonna rise, and then what's what's gonna happen with Donny. Um, and then up top, obviously Rashford's out. We didn't play Sancho, but Greenwood, Greenwood looks like Greenwood. And then we have these players that come off the bench. I mean, Elanga, you know, they played well in, in, their, in several, several preseason games. How, you know, we have young guns that can come on just like Greenwood. It just, it looks exciting to me, you see. I just don't know if I'm just getting too overly excited. Yeah, I mean, it's preseason. So, I mean, really, it's it's about fitness. It's about shape. It's about, you know, trying to come together and, and kind of seeing who's going to stick, who's going to go out and loan. I think that's kind of how I look at this preseason anyway. So, for me, you know, looking at the likes of Pogba, uh, looking at the likes of, of Tony, you know, the reports are kind of coming in late now that, you know, with, with Messi signing with PSG, uh, Pogba's probably going to stick around. Um, there's no chance of, of Tony. There was a, there was a rumor, a whisper of a loan deal with Tony. Uh, that's not going to happen with Edison being, you know, still gone and, and Rashford being out. You only really have Greenwood, uh, to count on. That's, that's not enough strikers. So those guys will be here at least until the next transfer window. Um, so, you know, so they're there. Um, Bruno looks like he's, you know, back looks fit, scored an amazing free kick. I mean, that was just, that was, that was a world-class strike. Uh, it was good to see him back in form. Good to see him being able to celebrate in front of fans again. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, there were some rumors about uh, Andrew Herrera, which I thought were exciting. I think you, I thought you would like that just Andrew due to the Herrera. fact that, yeah, coming bringing back. him back. Yeah. With, with, with me, with Messi coming in, yeah. Um, PSG scrambling. Down. And so the rumors right now are circulating that Andrew Herrera could make a comeback to the club. Um, that would that for me would be a good Bruno backup. I know you you talk about that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that that's exciting to hear. But as far as the Everton game goes, um, love the fact that we pressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton were completely off it. Jordan Pickford looked absolutely horrible. Yeah. Um, to be number one and, and play a great Euro as he played, I thought he had probably one of the worst games I've ever seen. So you know, again, y- when you're looking at it. You like the fact that Shaw played. You like the fact that McGuire played. Um, you like the fact that Aaron played. You know, sure. you, you got some key guys back playing. 
but I'm not, I wasn't really looking at it from that standpoint. I just really want some guys to, you know, get a better preseason than they had last year, because as you know, you know, better than I do, um, Leeds is going to press. They're going to play high. They're going to try to attack the ball um, and they're not going to stop. So, you know, you want those guys fit, you want them rare to go. And uh, I, I am very, very excited. Not excited about the start. <laughs> Six thirty start is not <laughs> not something I look forward to. But um, you know, that's it is what it is. We live in the states, so kind of got to deal with it. What about because uh, the coming out of coming out of camp uh, with obviously with the Karen Trippier uh, uh, transfer news, and it seems like that's kind of dying down. Has Diego Delot? solidified himself as the number two at, behind Aaron and that can actually challenge Aaron on the, on the, on the right-hand side. Well, it's, it's been, it's being reported that Diego is going to stay. Um, they've backed off Trippia not just because of the fact that Diego had a good preseason. He scored a goal um, off a nice header um, in the last game, mm-hmm. but I guess the price of Trippier went from 30 to 40 million and, and it's been reported that United don't want to pay uh, that much for, for a backup seemingly. Um, and an older back. I, I, I kind of mind it myself. I, I think that uh, Aaron could use uh, some pressure. Mm-hmm. I always think that's good, and it'd be just good to have strength and depth um, at that position. I like Brandon Williams. Uh, I think he's a good, you know, backup left or right back. But I think having someone of carrying Trippier's uh, uh, class, having someone that uh, has played big games, played in Euros, played played in big big games in Spain. I, th- I thought it would have been really good. They're off of that. It looks like Diego's going to fight for that spot. I don't think he'll win it. I really, I truly and really think that Aaron Wambasaki is probably top five one-on-one defender. Um, and so I think it's going to be very difficult for him to break into Ole, uh, Ole's um, kind of plans. He's, he's very stubborn with his players. He doesn't switch it up that much. And so I don't, I don't see anybody coming in you know, at this moment, other than the two new guys who, you know, that's rare for us to get, you know, signings that are going to be starters. Those are the only two I think break in and, and, and play as soon as they're ready to go. No, it, it looks like Diego looks a lot different. It, I mean, for some reason, he looks bigger. I don't know if, if that is. his physique is I'm not saying huge. It's just his physique looks a lot different. I mean, he looks stronger. So when I saw that in comparison to what he was two years ago when he was actually, you know, playing under, no, not even two years ago, when he, Mourinho brought him on, uh, it looks like he's grown in, in, into his body uh, and his pace coming up, up top, you know, forward was great. But obviously, you know, like you just said, Aaron Wambasaka, I think he's the best one-on-one ball defender. I'm not saying top five. He's just, I think he's the best. Yes, his offense is what's costing us. It costs, not costing us, but whereas not he's not getting put in that upper echelon of right backs because it seems like we'd rather they everybody would have uh, would rather have backs that created offensively than actually did the defensive job. I mean, I'm a defensive minded guy. I love defense football. I mean, in American football and basketball. I mean, I just love defense. So you know, I just think Aaron Wambasaka is doing his damn job and he's doing well at, you know, at defensively. And, you know, Diego could, you know, has been in the past a defensive liability, but no no one's ever questioned that Diego couldn't go forward. Sometimes I thought we could use him as a winger instead of a left or instead of a right back in the past. But, on, you know, we, you know, they loaned him last year to AC Milan. Looks like he did, you know, um, he did what he did there. With AC, 
And um, you know, it's just you know he's back, and, and and he has to put in the work. He has to want it. He has to want to compete because you know it's going to be a long, grueling season. Champions League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. Um, <coughs> what else? And the league. So he's going to get some time to play, and then he's going to have to just put in the work. And you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe um, you know. Maybe maybe might Aaron might slip up. I doubt that, but who knows? But yeah, I like the fact that Diego's staying, um, or Diogo Diogo's staying, uh, and you know he's he's willing to compete for his position. Donnie Vanderbeek, what what did you see from him, EC? That's the big that's the big question that I think we've we've all wanted to see this preseason because we've been hearing so many rumors that he's leaving or that he's on the chopping block or whatnot. And I thought he played. Just, I mean, I never thought he never didn't, didn't play well last year. He just didn't live, look comfortable, and no, they didn't give him a chance. They gave him a chance on, 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 on Saturday. What is your opinion? Yeah, I think Donnie played fairly well. I think he, he passed the ball forward a lot better than he usually has in the past. Yeah. I think that just comes with time. Uh, it comes with being comfortable with the players who are around you, and I think that's something that, you know, he's going to be able to grow into. He's a good footballer. Mm-hmm. He's somebody that knows how to play the game. I just think trying to figure out where he fits in this four, two, three, one system, which is either going to be six or eight. I think that's, he's kind of solidified that he's got to figure out, you know, how to move the ball forward and, and how to, how to drive. So they look better in doing that. I think that's what Ole wants from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to your, he has beefed up. You can see the muscle on him. Um, you know, that was something that I think his camp looked at and said, you know, it's a physical league. It's a lot more physical than he played in, uh, in the Dutch league. And so now it's time to kind of, beef up a little bit, get stronger on the ball and, um, you know, you know, be able to be physical. I mean, if you look at Scott McTominay, I mean, he's a physical specimen and he's tall and you look at Fred, he just kind of flies around. Donnie's kind of in the middle of, of, of the two of those guys. So I could see him, you know, actually getting a start this weekend. I don't think that Pogba's ready to go. I don't think that, uh, even Fred or, uh, Matic is going to be fully ready to go. Um, I could see Nemanja Matic and Donnie starting and then having the likes of Fred and maybe Pogba coming on in the second half. So um, excited for him. I obviously want him to do great. Um, he does great. We do great. So, you know, I, I, I wish him all the best. And I hope this is that season that he kind of kicks off and cements himself as a as a starter. He's like the tweener between Fred and McTominay. But I think what he has, what he <laughs> surpasses them on is his, his vision and the talent that he has with passing the ball. You know, he's not as bulky, bulked up as McTominay and you know, but he's you know, he's you know, he's done his due diligence. But compared to Fred, you know, I think he has you know better vision and better uh, and and better passing ability. So, um, I was very surprised to see, you know, obviously, you know, the the way and the season ended last year with him make Fred midfield and lack the you know, lack thereof in the midfield in the middle of the park. It was very. I was very surprised to see Matic and and Donny. So I'm like, I was. I'm like thinking, you know, the negative, you know, the negative mind that I had, you know, everybody has with Ole's, Ole's chosen for preferred lineup with the four two one, you know, three or whatever you want to call it, four two three one lineup. Uh, when you saw Donny and and Matic on the field together, I'm like. He's not making Donnie trying to be a CDM, is he? Or what is he trying to do there? But he didn't. I mean, he let Donnie and with somebody like Matic is not very mobile anymore, not as not as much. 
it seemed like Donnie was was still able to get forward, but still able to come back defensively and help out. So I think maybe the fact that he bulked up and has got and has gotten more physical is going it's going to allow him to get on the pitch more often. And I'm, I'm just hoping we're hoping to see it because you saw the you saw the difference in in the in the in, in the way the offense going forward in what we can do. So I mean, let's hope let's hope let's hope you're right. Let's hope that um, you know that the pairing with the Pogba. I'm not sorry with the Bruno or or and Donnie and then another CDM. Who knows? We'll, I mean, maybe there's a CDM on the, in the transfer block that we don't know about. Uh, but if it is, it's Matic or it's McTominay or it's Fred uh, that plays in that CDM role. But I'm very excited to see the, what Donnie can do. And this, this hopefully he gets a chance. I just don't want him to, you know, he get, gets a chance at the preseason. Then we put him, you know, we put him back on the bench because, you know, there's other players that are more that are higher wages that, you know, really can't do what he can do defensively. So. Uh, yeah, let's see what Don, uh, you know how Donny Vanderbeek does. The other thing you see that kind of I kind of uh, came out of the Everton match is the fact that is Martial's preferred position is is it to lead the line? Because again, when you watch the Bruno kind of uh, I'm sorry the Greenwood score, Greenwood came inside and was mo- playing in the middle at the time. I know. I know, I know, I know. Martial was involved in the play. I'm not giving. I'm not taking that away. But to lead the line up top and to be the the striker, would would Martial benefit if he came, if he played off the right in what the James position is? We have Greenwood up top, and then obviously you know our new signing, our new toy, which is right position, rightful position is le- is a is right wing. Um, I'm sorry. I said I said Martial on the left. I'm sorry. And the right winger with Sancho, I think that could be a deadly, a deadly potent attack, because you saw the way Greenwood moved, was moving and moving from let right to inside the box, and you know, and, and doing and doing what he does, doing what he does best, poaching and and going at people, and either with the right or left foot. Yeah, I mean, it that was a calamity from Pickford. On that goal for me, I I don't, that wasn't a clinical move, wasn't a, that, that to me, in my opinion, anyways, that's, that's preseason dust that Pickford's kind of scraping off for me. I, I, I love the fact that Greenwood didn't stop, but that's a 10 out of 10 times that, that goalkeepers literally just catching that ball from, from, from a bounce, not even from, you said it from a shot. So stop. That's a poacher's mentality. Yeah, I, I don't agree. I I, I think okay. that was the worst, some of the worst goalkeeping I've seen in quite some time. That that's just no, our, I, our difference I'm not, of the thing. I'm not disagreeing with the goalkeeping. I'm I say it's a poacher's mentality. See. Yeah, I I disagree. <laughs> I I do think, I do think what you what you're going to see is exactly what you said. I think you're going to see. You said this earlier. You're going to see, um, Tony up front. You're going to see. Mason on the on the left, you're going to see Sancho on the right, and then they're just going to they're just going to switch and move. So depending on where the ball goes and where the, where where you are as as an offensive player playing defense, if you wind up on the right, then whoever's on the left is going to filter into that top spot, and then you'll rotate over. So you're you're going to see a lot of that from that front three, um, I think, this weekend, and I think that's kind of how Ole ran things last year. I think it it's kind of a rotation. 
uh, type of, of feel. I think once they get the ball back and our shape gets gets together, I think at that point you, you start to see who's playing up the middle, who's playing on, on, on the wing. So um, I think that's what he's going to do. I think I think you want to get Greenwood on the pitch, uh, get Sancho, who's apparently ready to go on the pitch, and then you want to get Tony going uh, and firing on, on, on our cylinders. So um, that's what I think is going. I think the deeper issue with the strikers, if you look at the the rate, um, and I, I, I was trying to pull up the numbers because you were talking about strikers, we're still not feeding the strikers. And I know it's preseason, but they're not getting enough touches on the ball. You, you saw even in that game how deep Tony had to drop just to get a touch on the ball. So we're creating chances. That Everton game, was a it was a smoke screen. So if you watched it and you thought, oh, man, 4 nothing, we killed them. We controlled possession. But uh, they probably played the worst preseason game I've, I've seen in, in quite some time. I was really hoping that that was going to be an excellent test. Um, the only thing that, that I got good that came out of that was our confidence. It's, it's good to be in front of the fans. They're screaming your names and you're scoring goals. But I, I thought Everton played, uh, played bad. But um, I think ultimately what we're looking at with Tony and I, and I, you know, the pressure's on for all these guys. They're all, you know, they're playing in the highest, you know, the Premier League. Um, but I think you're you're gonna see kind of a mixture of all three of those guys uh, in that front in that front role. No, I mean, again, I don't think Tony's best position again is playing up top. He, he's a he comes in. He's a I mean, he's a one trick pony. Comes in off the right hand side. Comes in on his right hand foot and, and bangs it in, which he did tremendously two years ago. Obviously, last year you know was you know was a true Tony, which we've seen in the past. Uh, and this is a make or break year. I know there, there was, uh, you know, there's rumors that, you know, he was on the block. Uh, they were not giving him up obviously cause Cavani ain't in the cap. Um, or, or he, I don't know what, what the hell, what's happened with Cavani rumors. I mean, the rumors, the rumor mill is, uh, due to the fact that he was supposed to leave, uh, and they convinced him that, uh, Ola has given him, uh, extra day off, you know, extra time off because, yeah, you know, he played in the Copa America. He didn't go as far as Brazil did. You know, Fred's obviously back in camp. Um, but, you know, he's given him more time to rest, which, you know, the guy's 30-something. Maybe he needs it. Who knows? Maybe he's missing his family. Um, and that's another that's another excuse. Not excuse. Shouldn't say excuse, but that's another reason why he's still not in camp. He's still back with them. Who knows if he's going to have to quarantine. But I think, you know, due to the fact that, you know, Cavani, you know, is not in camp has kind of pressured us into keeping Deadwood like Tony Martial. Um, and that's just plain and simple because next year, hopefully, with Lukaku going to Chelsea. Deadwood. <laughs> with, with Lukaku going to Chelsea. He's not Deadwood. With Lukaku going to Chelsea with Kane. That's, that's, that's with unfair, Kane, though. Come with, on. Kane, with Kane's, you know, the situation with Kane and the rumor is that, you know, he's still in for City, but – did he even show up for camp this week in EC? I don't even know. Um, and, you know, whatever's happened in Tottenham, um, we are looking better better for Holland, and that's who we need to go after so next year. Uh, but who knows? Uh, who knows what's going to happen with this position? But this Tony, this is a make-or-break year. Let's hope Let's hope we have the 28-goal-a-season Tony, and he proves me wrong. But obviously, uh, I was right last year. Um, EC, we finally, Varane... Got him over the line. He finally had his medical after, was it two weeks that we announced that we signed him? 
uh, he whatever visa I don't know, it's weird you look at all across across the landscape Lukaku he's already on his way to London today right I didn't think that deal I don't know if it was still in, it was in the works with Inter or whatnot <coughs> but he got his visa visa situation straightened out really quickly Messi he gave his crying ass bitch ass speech two days ago and you know saying that you know he wanted to stay with Madrid, uh, Barcelona and blah blah blah, which I think is total bullshit because he tried to force to move last year. And I don't, I don't, I don't. You know this whole, oh, it's Barca. And yes, it's the league and their league's folding, whatnot. But Messi, just everybody just has has forgotten that Messi tried to force to move last year, and it didn't. You know Barca kept him because he was still under contract, um, and he gave his pitiful speech that is horrible and then the next day he's already on a plane and and and, and signing with psg why the hell did it take us so long to, even for us to get a medical for for varani see just a medical they we still haven't announced him we don't even know what his number is going to be and it's uh two days before we play leads so obviously you don't think he's going to see any game time against leads no, it's 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 already been confirmed. Uh, I was just just getting off of a pod, so he's only done half the medical. He still has another half of the medical to do. He's supposed to sign tomorrow, but he's definitely out of Ole's plan. So you'll see Lindelof or Bai, and my my guess would be Lindelof, Lindelof. who's probably not suited for this game in my opinion. Um, but it's already been confirmed he won't be in that first game. He obviously has come out and said he wants to play, which was great. I know as a fan, I wanted to hear, mm-hmm. you know, how excited he was and how pumped up he was because he wants to get out there and do it, which was it was great to see those quotes. Um, but he, he still has another part of this medical to finish. He still has to sign. What's the deal? And then at that point, um, why? What's the deal? I didn't hear like, you. Why? 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 I mean, again, getting back to the original question. I don't know. What's the deal? I, I, it's like. And that makes me wonder, like you said, now that you bring that, that he still hasn't finished his medical, that makes me wonder is why Madrid didn't fight so hard to keep him. What do they know that we don't know? And maybe I'm being conspiracy. I mean, I'm being putting a conspiracy theory here. And I know it's on. I know it's finances and whatnot, but Madrid's still bringing in players. So I just don't. I don't. What's, yeah. You know, there's there has to be some reason why they only they took what forty five. You know, million. Um, there has to be a reason why they didn't fight so hard for a defender that's in his prime. When we paid over eighty million for Harry Maguire, and this guy's top notch. This guy's better than Harry. He's Champions League pre- proven. Why didn't Madrid? That's 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 something that's been bugging me since since we got him. And you know, maybe I'm just you know always you know glass half empty kind of guy sometimes. Why is that? What do they know that we don't? I think they know that they are falling into the hole massively. I think them and and, and Barcelona, we're gonna see it's 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 really bad. The Super League thing didn't make, didn't wash for them, mm-hmm. and you and now you're starting to see everyone's leaving. I mean, Sergio gone, Varane gone, Messi gone. These these are all players who trust me. They're not even done. They're, these two clubs still aren't even done getting rid of players. So. So for me, the way I'm looking at it, it's it's not a, you know, why are they? The, the, knew that the project was over because he knows they don't have the same players that they've had. Akimi, you know, they're they're moving on in that direction. He's looking at it. So how can I get to a big club 
in my opinion, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United. That that's how I look at the upper echelon of of clubs. That's why I think think he wanted the move. I think that's why he's here. But I think in Real's uh, not defense, but in Real's stance, it's it's solely it, it is solely financial. They need as much money as possible. Uh, they need it now um, because they're in a, they're in a way. COVID you know screwed up the world, but it, those two clubs are, in my opinion on the downward spiral. I don't know what Atletico Madrid looks like, but I know those two clubs in particular, um, they are not doing well at all. So um, for me, you know, Varane, if you look at it, I watched another uh, episode of uh, Stratford Paddock and one of the, one of the uh, pundits that follows Varane very well, she did admit that it, last year was a down year uh, for him. Um, and so, you know, not having the regular partner that he had uh, in Sergio Ramos, that had a little bit to do with it. And I think that's why, now having Harry Maguire be fit and usually plays every game, I think you're going to see prime Varane. So for me, I think he was the steal of, of this transfer window. I don't, I don't think we had the best window, but I think we, we have, we, we got the best player in my opinion. And so um, the way that I'm looking at it, 28 years old, wants a new project, something that can actually work um, being in a league that we can actually win. Um, not going to go as far to say challenging for champions league, but I do think that they have a shot to, to, uh, to come in at least top four, top two uh, in the Premier League. I think he sees that as, a, as an excellent challenge. So the coaching, you know, they're gonna, they're, you think Madrid and all these, because uh, I, I think I saw that uh, the four signings that Barca had haven't even cleared um, their financial, whatever, no. their salary cap kind of no, bullshit. They're not, they're not even. Was it, yeah, it was they, Memphis they're Depay. They're in a horrible way. Memphis Depay, who was it else? Who, who else did they sign that was pretty big? It was uh, – yeah, I can't remember. I mean, you got to remember, even even Griezmann's on seven hundred grand a week. Yeah, okay. So you you you've got a lot of guys who you're you're paying astronomical fees, and you can't pay him. Now you you've got to pay these guys, mm-hmm. right? We had the contract talk last week. They've got to pay him. That's why I know they're trying to make sure that they can get things situated so that they don't look worse than they already do. Because you got to remember, all this stuff's going to come to fruition. And ESPN, who they just signed a new deal with, they're going to have their games on TV. There's no more Messi. There's no There's no more. Ronaldo's been gone. So if the ratings of that don't go up, it's going to be a very tough year, not just for La Liga, who remember Messi's been the face of that league and Ronaldo before he left for quite some time. Now they have no star boy. Now they have no poster child. So, you know, Atleti, in my opinion, unless they're in, in a way as well, have a huge opportunity to – piggyback off what they did last year and continue on with what's going on. But yeah, I don't think Varane, I think him coming to United, we're a huge club. We've been a huge club. I think he looks at it that way. You know, you have your Bayerns, you have your, you have your, you know, Manchester United's. I I, I think those are the, still the, the giants or echelon, upper echelon teams. Cities have, has had success, but not history and still haven't won a champions league. So no, I, I'm looking at Varane. He's saying, this is another great big challenge. You look at the likes of uh, David Beckham. You look at the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo. Those are players who have come from United and gone to Real. He's just a player coming from Real going to uh, Manchester United. So I think it's a great deal, great move. Um, I wish he was ready for Leeds. Unfortunately, he's not. That's what's being reported. Things can change. But uh, I do not expect to see him uh, this Saturday. I expect to see him there at the game watching. Um, but I don't expect to see him until until the next week, uh, which which would be a really good game for him to come into anyways. 
Yeah, no, let's see. Uh, I mean, this. I just want to see him put a United. I know he took some pictures today, or there's some pictures floating out on the internet, out of coming out of United's uh, website, or whatnot. But you know, you know, I just want to, I just want to see him in United uniform and let's get him going. It's just this has been too long, too, too, too drug out, and this is the reflection on our front office and just how they stall, they stall. They gave us what we want. They gave us a little meat, you know. This, uh, it's like that uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, you know. Um, Rock uh, joke. It's like you starving. Shit, a Ritz, uh, a saltine cracker is gonna taste like a Ritz. He's gonna like, and he's like started, you know, licking his hands. He's like, what is this? Is this a Ritz? And then, and then he was like, I just have a plain old cracker. After you get eat, you know, eat a lot, you know. So this is it. I mean, the, the, we've been starving for some signings, and they gave us, you know, you know, some rich crackers, and you know, we're they just they're these are tasting so good, but we we need we need a whole meal here. I mean, two crackers ain't gonna. Two, uh, you know, two salt, uh, Ritz crackers ain't gonna ain't gonna do the job. So let's let's talk about you know transfer news because reports out of United saying the United are done on transfer news. Uh, but uh, Fabrizio Romano says that United's not done. And you know Romano, I mean, I think everybody probably and he's like the burning bush. You know, other than last year when he got the Sancho stuff wrong. Um, you know, that saying that it was a done deal and United just botched that, you know, with, with Dortmund. He's saying that we're not done. And I think there was, uh, you know, talks about the, the defensive midfield position that we've been clamoring for. It's either Saul Naguez or um, or Nieves. Uh, God damn it, what's his first name? Now from um, Wolves. But do you believe what do you do you believe the slow paced United that's gonna wait to probably the end of the end of the transfer window because we still got to get rid of these some people you see because we got a front team that's loaded and we still need to bring you know some of these young guns these these these, these Hannibals and these Sholatari Sholatari right Sholatar Shola whatever his name Sholatari yeah. just call him Shola. Shola, all right. You should Thank give him a nickname. You. Just call him Shola. Shola. Shola up. We need to bring him up. Ilanga had a great, you know, a great, um, a great preseason. Uh, maybe he might go on loan. We still have Ahmed Diallo. That I mean, we have not seen. I got. He obviously was playing for the Ivory Coast. <clears throat> excuse me, in the Olympics, along with the Bai. But I think Bai is back in camp. Uh, but Diallo's a little younger, so who knows if he's if he's had extended leave. We still have him. Um, uh, F- F- Fagunda uh, Palestri uh, is Facun- Fagundo. I didn't see him. I, I, um, who knows what's going to happen with him? I think there's still rumors that he's going to go back out on loan. We still have a lot of young talent that needs to see the pitch, you see, uh, whether it be with United or whether it be on loan. But we have a lot of Deadwood. Uh, how we, no, we ain't getting rid of Phil Jones for some fucked up reason. I mean, it's. The contract is too stupidly huge, and nobody's gonna pay for a, a statue. You know what I mean? He's just a, you know, he, he belongs in the Louvre. You know, like a, or not even a Louvre. He belongs in the local, your local museum. He's not even good enough to be put in a in a national museum like the Louvre. You know, he's because he sucks. Um, what else? Who we have? Who else do we have? Uh, I would say Matic, but you know, he's getting game time. Um, we have Jesse Lingard, Andres Pereira. We have. Uh, that that need to sort their stuff out, you know. Now Diego Delot was one of them, but it looks like he's going to be a part of the team. Uh, Juan Mata signed a contract extension for some dumbass reason. Um, uh, what else? Who else? EC Brandon Williams needs to go out on loan. 
Um, they're just a list of a litany of players that we have on our first team books that we just can't we just can't get rid of. And why is that? And are we going to well, get I think anybody? It's partly due to. The- I'm sorry. And I said, uh, and are we going to get anybody? I didn't hear you. And are we going to get anybody? If you know, if, if we can't get rid of anybody, oh. are we going to pick up anybody? So I, the, the last I heard on Kamavinga was that he's he's basically told Ren he's not going to re up, so he's going to be free. quote unquote a free agent. Um, so don't know if that means they're going to wait to the end of this transfer or if you see them make a big push um, wearing for him as 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 our Bayern uh, at I think it's anywhere from thirty five to forty million being reported. So. I think that might be the only deal that we that we make. Um, I think for me, um, when you talk about you know Deadwood, you know, a lot of those younger kids that you mentioned, um, though they are good players in their own right, I think uh, positionally they're just not what we what we need. Um, I think you can you can maybe you know fit some of them into that double pivot, but for me, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I, I'd allow them to kind of flourish in their roles. You talk about, you know, Shola, I think he's more of a 10. Um, you saw that preseason with that excellent pass to Palestri. Uh, speaking on Palestri, I think he's someone who will definitely go out on loan. Um, but again, Ahmad, you know, on the right, you know, not playing in the double pivot. Um, Hannibal, another one, you know, you're not, you're not going to probably play him in the double pivot. He might play on the wing um, or, or, or inside at that 10 position. So though we do have a good crop of young players, I agree with you. They're just not going to fit, you know, for where, for what we need as of right now. Um, again, I, you know, I have to keep reminding myself, I think I said this on the last pod, you know, <clears throat> in the best division, a lot of people think uh, the Premier League is the best league in the world. Um, most games, it was, you know, Scott and, and, and Fred. And so, you know, those are the guys that played and we finished second. So you, 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 you brought in Matic a little bit, Donnie tried it, didn't really work out the way he wanted it to. But I think that's something that Ole is probably looking at saying, listen, if we can get, you know, a CDM, someone that can play not alone because he's not going to, I, I think a lot of people get caught up in thinking that United are going to sweat how he runs his 4 2 one I think he runs a double pivot. And I think they're going to interchange where one will go forward and, and one will stay back. Uh, and so I I honestly feel like he's very confident in what he had because that's what he had last year and he's won. And now he's just strengthening the offense and he's strengthened on the right-hand side. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those deals, you know, for me, you know, players, if they're smart enough to sit down with their agent and get, you know, 75 grand a week and hadn't played in two years, you know, again, I'm going to be with the players. My hat's off to Bill Jones uh, for this guy getting all this money. He's just, you know, for him to get what he's getting and not having to play. You know, I, I like I always say, and I'll, I'll say it again, you know, my hat's off to the guy for getting that contract signed. So on the United, they've got to be smarter. They've got to be more ruthless. Um, that's something that, you know, you're hoping that uh, Mercer and, and, the, and the boys can start to uh, can start to get better at. Um, but like I said, you know, I agree with you. A lot of great young talent. They just they don't fit those positions. They're more attacking players, um, not really so much the, the double pivot, double double pivot type of players. And I don't even really think Scott McTominay and Fred are. I just think they fill that void 
And so I think the the mission, if you will, still continues for Ole to try to find um, someone that can sit there and, and play that position and also get forward. Um, but I think for right now, if you look, if you're, if you're Ole, you're thinking, okay, played Scott and Fred got third, played Scott and Fred got second. Now I've added at the defensive position. Now I've added on the right wing. Let's go with what we've got because what we've got actually works. Uh, we've just got to now get these new guys, get them in, get them going, and uh, let's see what we can do. No, let's see. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but you brought up when you're talking about the Kamavinga. Um, uh, you said something about Bayern Munich. Then um, also, the only reason I'm bringing this up because I saw also a headline that Bayern is looking to bring in uh, Holland next year as well, <laughs> or fight for Holland. You know, along with United and all that. And it's just so fitting. It's just so fitting that. They're, they're going to poach, always poach uh, Borussia Dortmund's top players. Um, but it's just, I just kind of, I didn't want to interrupt you when you were talking about uh, all the other stuff, but I don't know if you heard that uh, Bayern are going to be in for the Holland thing, and hopefully next year we can do something, make some moves, pay uh, Dortmund what they want, and get Holland. But I think you're correct. I think, um, you know, um, if if we go in for Kamavinga, it more likely will probably be in the January transfer window, because I think Ren Ren will be Ren will be ra- pushed to the you know, you know pushed knowing that they ain't gonna get shit back for him uh, in what four months right January February March February March April May, or yeah four months right they have four months that they're not gonna get any return on their investment in Kamavinga so uh, if United in it would be a nice piece to add in the middle of the season to get some new blood. Um, and, and Camavino being so young and being this, um, this force, you know, the, in the French team, the way he is right now, it would be a nice pickup. But getting back to some other, uh, other transfer, you know, the, the transfer news, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have proven, you know, especially, you know, the type of defensive play that the Atletico get, had plays, uh, Sal Nuguez. Um, but obviously we need to get, like you said, get rid of this deadwood that we have. And, you, you know, yes, just, yes, kudos to these players to getting big contracts. And, but we don't want to see United be what Barcelona is, bankrupt, and giving these guys big contracts. I think there need, we need to be a little smarter and be more ruthless in our, in our, in what we, in our negotiations. If they want to walk, go somewhere else, let them walk. Because uh, I don't think we have talent. Uh, I don't think we have an untouchable player on our team that we're going to give him the um, the amount of money that they want, and then or else they, they can threaten to go somewhere else. I don't think there's a there, there's not a Ronaldo or Messi on this on this team to do so. All right, EC. Um, it's, it's the beginning of the season, and we do this. Uh, we did this last year, and and let's do it this year. We have uh, the per, per, Premier League preview. I guess that's a uh, that's that's a little tongue twister. Premier League preview. Uh, let's see who's gonna go. Uh, you know, bottom four and top four, and how's it how's it gonna come out? Because it looks like uh, looking at preseason, look at some the moves that some teams have made. Um, you know, i.e. Man City uh, and um, and Chelsea. Uh, Liverpool has not really made any moves. They lost. They lost a good. Uh, they lost a good piece in Van Alden. Uh, and you, you know where he went. Um, so let's see. Let's see what. Um, let's see what. Uh, let's see where we end up in the mix 
But uh, let's see. Bottom, bottom of the, I mean, bottom of the league. Who do you think is going to uh, end up at the bottom of the league? Uh, I think Norwich. I think they're going down. Shout out to uh, who's the U.S. striker that just signed for Norwich on five million. Uh, redhead, sergeant, sergeant, excuse me, So hopefully he, hopefully he has a good season. I think they go back down. I think Bridford go down, and I think uh, uh, Watford also go back down. Uh, for me, I think those three will be in the in the bottom three. Um, again, no no disrespect to Norwich or Sargent. I think it's great, but when you when you are reaching like that uh, to go get a striker, you know, right before the deadline, two weeks before, um, I think it's five point six million. Uh, the German club that he was at, Warder Bremen, didn't want him anymore. Um, I think that was a a bit of a stretch, but it'd be fun to see another American uh, playing in the league. Um, Watford, I just don't see enough attacking power to be able to stay up. Um, I just don't see how. I, I, signed, I'm sorry. I signed him to my, uh, what do you call it, my uh, my fantasy team. Yeah, and individually, like I said with Sarge, and I think there's individual players who will play well. I just think overall as a team, um, I don't see how those guys uh, keep it together and, and, and don't get scored on enough and then score enough goals um, to be able to stay up. Uh, Brentford, obviously, you know, it's awesome. They're back. Um, you know, their fans deserve it. Obviously, they're, they're, you know, they'll be able to see the likes of United, the likes of City, Liverpool coming to town. I mean, that's got to be an amazing feeling um, to have waited as long as they have to be able to get that comeback. That's cool. I just don't see them staying up. Um, didn't see any big moves that they made in order to do so. And it's difficult, you know, once you get that big paycheck, you know, you want to go out and attract big players. Um, it's difficult to do when you're at such a small club. So those are the three that I see uh, going down. I think everybody else um, will stay up. Um, and that's the, that's where I'm at with that. You want me to go with my top four or you want to do your no, bottom let me three? do bottom three. First of all, I'm going to say Brentford because ever since I've been – I followed the Premier League. I don't know who the fuck they are. So I'm I've never they've never been in the Premier League. That to my understanding, not to my understanding, to since I've been following the Premier League. They might have had you know, they might have been uh, in the nineties and eighties, seventies, sixties, shit, two you know, the early nineteen aughts. So uh, right off the bat, Brentford. Um Norwich and um and Watford kind of they I don't think they're auto, like you said. I'm not saying you're saying they're automatic downs, uh, because they play Premier League. They play, they play Premier League ball, and it's not been so far off. It's not been so far away, because who, who knows with what Brighton can do? Uh, Brighton, you know, strong defensively last year, but you know they, they you know they're barely up there. Um, Burnley, I mean, def- strong defensively, but no no attacking. Um, who else? Was it Newcastle barely shaved off? I'm not. I'm not saying Newcastle because they're such a big club to get relegated. But I'm not gonna go so. I'm not gonna be so. Um, what do you call it? Um, so quick to say Watford or Norwich. You see, I don't. I don't know. Um, they, they, I mean, it's they, tough. It's. A, I mean. I mean, you look at the bottom. The bottom of the league, right? Uh, and like I said Burnley. Um, Brighton, even Wolves, right? I mean, not, I'm, I'm not saying because Wolves has talent, but if they lose talent in the transfer market with the new coach, are they gonna are they gonna sustain? 
Southampton lose Danny Ings, right? I mean, who's going to be there? Who's going to be up top? I think somebody else po- the poached one of Southampton Southampton's players. Um, Newcastle is Steve Bruce going to be able to pull him up? Um, I don't know. You see, God, you know what? I'm I'm going to go chalk like you did. You know what? I'll go I'll go chalk. Uh, but there's a handful of teams. I mean. I'd say, I would say like Brighton and Burnley pretty much can challenge for the bottom of the league as well this year. Yeah, I mean it's a shot in the dark. I mean, watch the teams I named; they're going to finish, you know, top, bottom, top oh, half okay. of the table, tenth, twelfth, and thirteenth. But you know, I, it's a guess; it's a shot in the dark. I wish them all the best. Hope United does better than all of them, but that's just my um, uneducated guess that we can review at the end of the year and see how wrong I was. And I'll, I'll go chalk. I'll go with you. Like the, up there, they'll go. They'll go down. But I do see there's teams that can compete with that. But uh, all right, you see the league. The we had outside the top four last year because it was us, City. I'm sorry, City, us, uh, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Right? Um, who out of the barely missed top four? I'm not gonna. Don't count Tottenham. And Arsenal. I'm more more along the lines of Leeds, Everton, West Ham. Who's gonna fall? Do you think Leeds is gonna fall? I mean, get not saying fall, but go to the middle of the pack as they started off very well last year and ended up, you know, pretty uh, higher up at the table than everybody anybody thought. Or do you think? Ar- I think I mean, they, f- they finished ninth, right? Leeds last season. It, w- it came to down to the last couple of uh, last couple of games, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think ninth is kind of where they are. I don't, I don't think you know. I think Bielsa is a great coach. I, I just think he kind of lacks that star power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he has hustle. He has guys that fight for him. You, you can tell uh, all they do is run. You can tell they're fit. Um, but I just, for me, I think he needs, and he knows that he, he needs some true superstars. He needs some guys that are going to move the needle. Um, he's got to get out of that. They have to anyways, Leeds has to kind of get out of that mindset of, you know, being in the championship, which they've been for so long. I think they're, they're a premier league side, proven premier league side years before that mm-hmm. had some financial issues and, and they're, they're back in the game. So I, I don't see Leeds going anywhere, but being right there in the middle of the pack. Um, just because of their coach and the, and the heart determination their players play with. But I don't see them falling uh, from grace as of yet. Arsenal is a team I'm very, very interested in. Um, I really want to see how they pivot. There's talks that they might get Ludorno from Inter. Inter are fighting that. They obviously don't want to let him go. But I really want to see where they go. Martinez, Lataro Martinez. Lataro. I really want to see where they go. Lataro, yeah. I want to see if do they go up or do they, you know, start to keep falling more than they did uh, last season. That's that's really where my interest is at quite a bit with that club. Uh, you mentioned Everton, uh, new coach, fan base is split because of who he is and where he came from. So he's going to he's gonna have a lot of pressure. Richarlison won't be there to start. Um, doesn't really want James in the plans. I think he'll stay, but I don't. I don't think he really wants him there. Yeah. So that's another club that uh, I'm, I'm looking at to see kind of 
do they go up with a new stadium, new coach, or you know, do they kind of uh, fall back kind of into that, uh, that, that lower top uh, level type of squad? Yeah. I, I kind of see it being those same type of dogs uh, right, right in and around in that mix with Wolves. Um, you know, like I said, can, can Everton stay there? Will Arsenal stay there? I don't think they challenge at all, though. What about West Ham? Yeah, again, I mean, I, th- I think it would have been great for Jesse, but I think, you know, he's making a decision that, you know, he wants to, you know, show and prove that he can do it at a club that he's done it at before. Um, I don't think Declan goes anywhere. I think Declan, after this season's over, kind of looks at the writing on the wall and sees that show probably the better uh, option for him next season. Mm-hmm. Um, they want too much money, but I think they'll wind up getting it. Um, so I don't see them challenging. I think that that story was great. Actually, it was really good. But if you look at it, I think Jesse kind of gave them that spark as some players do when they come in uh, nine goals, five assists. And I think, you know, four months or five months, whatever it was, um, they're not going to have that anymore. And I, and I think the players are going to be missing that player kind of in the midfield, pulling strings, scoring goals, running at players. Um, that's something that they're not going to have. So don't see them falling down or getting relegated, but I, mm-hmm. I don't see them uh, challenging top four. Uh, and then I guess because you, you already said Arsenal, and I guess we all both believe that Arsenal is not going to be challenging. For, I mean, not in the top four. Uh, I guess we both can agree on this next one, Tottenham. What do you think? Uh, Tottenham with um, Nuno, uh, obviously with the Harry Kane kind of um, dust up and what not knowing what's happening with them. Because um, I, I, I weren't they also in for uh, Lataro, uh as well? Uh, I think yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. were also in. They for, were, they know. were trying to get him, and I think that would have made Daniel Levy a little bit, you know, easier about giving him to City. Yeah, City are going to get him regardless. It's Talk Sports already, you know, brought up the fact that you know they've got the contracts set up even with Jack Grealish. So that it 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 starts to depreciate and they make their money back on top of it. So these big contracts that me and you look at again, this is why I try to tell fans all the time: this money that you think your club's spending all this money on these guys, they're making this money right back. The club is. We're not, but the the club is making money right right back uh, hand and fist. That's just great business. That's just the way that things work. I think that Kane's going to fall in that same category. And to answer your question, I think Spurs are another club who fans, you know, should really pay attention and see, you know, these clubs, the Arsenals, the, the Spurs, you know, they had great runs. Um, Arsenal a little bit more because they actually won championships, um, went undefeated at, at one point. Mm-hmm. These clubs are really in, at, a, at a pivotal point in their in their club's maturation to figure out whether or not they're going to go up or do they, do they continue to go down. Um, they're not big in stature as far as trophies are concerned. But when you talk about clubs, you have to start thinking about them as far as a worldwide brand. And and, and Chelsea, excuse me, Arsenal and Tottenham are definitely that. Um, that can fall away. It can fade very quickly. Um, you know, you have you drop off another, you know, 10th, 10th place finish. You drop off another ninth place finish. I think for Spurs, you know, you're not in the Champions League. You know, fans can start to get, uh, you know, a little weary. Doesn't mean that they'll fall off the real fans, um, but that worldwide kind of, uh, fanfare that you have with the bigger clubs like United, um, that, that'll that start to fade away. So it's going to be very interesting to see how those clubs get on. Well, I know we talked about Leeds, and I just want to bring up something interesting. And is why is it be, 
why hasn't any of the Leeds players or top clubs again? Sorry, excuse me. Let me rephrase this. Um, why have any of the top clubs in England or maybe across Europe have not gone to poach any of the Leeds players? Um, Banford was you know up there in scoring. Calvin Phillips starting in the English national team. Uh, Dallas, uh, the, what's his name? The, the dude Stuart Dallas was one of the top defenders. I mean, the only reason I bring him up because his fantasy last year. I mean, he was one of the top defenders in scoring uh, fantasy points and and actually and actually having uh, uh, shutouts, you know, in points. Why? I mean, and they have what the the Messier the the goalkeeper Messelia the Messier or whatever. What is his name? The goalkeeper. Messier, yeah. Right, was it Messier? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't a scrub. What? I mean, what's up with the Leeds players? Why haven't you know we even not heard uh, the you know any top team like say like an Arsenal or uh, or um, you know maybe a Tottenham or Ars uh, or uh, Everton? You know the the hell even a freaking Newcastle United, you know that has money and has history. Why didn't you think these uh, these these Leeds players, have, have, uh, their players, haven't haven't been poached? I mean, I think it speaks to Bielsa. I think you want to you want to run through a brick wall for the guy. You can mm-hmm. tell by the way they play, and I think the players like that style. I think you know you're in the Premiership, so it's not like they're all on great money, but they're on better money than they were being in the Championship. A lot of these kids, if you watch that documentary, they're homegrown Leeds kids. So these are. This is this is their dream come true, playing in the champ, playing in the Premier League, playing for Leeds, you know, being able to do it in front of their fans who are, you know, just some of the craziest. I mean, if you look at the Manchester United Leeds rivalry, um, it's it's great. It's got a lot of history in it, and they were actually very competitive uh, back in the day. I.e., Holland, that's his dad. Dad yeah. hates United because of that fact. That's kind of that's where he's from. Well, where did, so where did I just Cantona think that right from? now, the player, <laughs> I said, where did Cantona come from? Same, same, same place, and and that's what I'm saying. There's a there's a deep, rich. If people do do the research, like I know you already know about this, but fans out there, do your research on Leeds. You know, one of the best teams in the world at one point, um, just fell off financially, lost great players um, to United, some of them, and uh, went down in into obligatory, and and now they're now they're back. So. It's it's great to see them back. It sucks that their fans are are rabid and ready to go um, because the hatred's there. But um, I just think those players one want to play for Bielsa. But I think the other thing is, you know, being consistent at a high level in the prem. I think that's when you start to get those phone calls. I think this is year two. Um, you know, I, you know, you mentioned Phillips. I think he'll probably be the first one to mm-hmm. to make that big move, if you will. Uh, to a Chelsea or to an Arsenal or or, or Spurs, something like that. But I don't United think it'll be some... this season. Um, but I, I don't I just say again. Do you think United can use somebody like that of his ilk? Um, I I think I think Phillips would be, you know, a, a decent shout. Um, I I I don't think I don't think Ole would go for it. Um, I think. I think what he's looking for again, and I and I could be way off, and you you could be on if you're thinking that, that Phillips would 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 be well in that double pivot. Um, I think he likes that kind of strong, you know, physical, you know, presence. And if not, then you better be really fast if you're going to play in that double pivot, or just have a bit of magic about you. I I just I don't 
Calvin's kind of a, a lunch pail, hard hat type of guy. He's going to do exactly what you need him to do as far as make the right pass. Um, he's going to he's going to trek back, but I don't see him being uh, dynamic enough to be uh, a United player or someone that would fit you know in that double pivot for Ole. An upgrade for Matic. Yeah, I think if you're looking at Matic, I mean, if you're talking about <laughs> upgrades, I, I think it, it's unfortunate because, you know, five years ago, he was probably one of the best CDMs in, in, in the world. You could put him up there in top five, but, you know, Father Time's undefeated. So, I mean, you look at it, you you know, you know you want him to sit a little bit more. You don't want him as far forward uh, to get beat, especially in this game where they're basically going to be able to just counter. I think that's it. I think we're going to possess the, the crap out of the ball. Um, that being said, <clears throat> I think he's smart enough to make the right pass uh, to, to put somebody in so that we can score a few goals. I think last time um, was a, a bit of a route. Was it seven to two? Was that the last, was that the last uh, defeat? And I just, I just think it was the simple fact that they just pressed so high and we just hit him on the counter. So this game suits Asancho. This game suits Greenwood, Tony, Bruno, I mean, this is this is the perfect game for those guys to come out. Seventy thousand fans. I, I am I am beyond excited to see what's going on. But yeah, I think the Leeds Leeds fans they'll they'll expect to lose some players in the next couple of years after some consistency of them staying in the top top flight. All right, top four easy. I think we're pretty much we have the same top. I mean, it sounds like we have the same top four that you know we ended with. It's just the position wise, and what uh, yeah. what position. Uh, that we ended the season, and what position are we going to end up uh, now? Um, I'll let you go first because I don't want to piss off any fans. Well, I, I mean, if you're pissing any of the fans off, I, I mean, I think you know, they, they need to have their own opinions too. I, I, right? I mean, they, they got to have their own opinions. I know, I know, they they I can't know. just you know, be mad if, if you're not picking. I just, I, you know. I don't think fans and it's not real or fake fans or I just think, you know, realistically United is not ready to challenge for a title. Okay. That being said, we were in first portion of the season last year. So it's not like we don't know what it tastes like. We, this, this group of guys understands what it tastes like. They understand what it means. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to hold their water and uh, they fell short, came in second last year. You add some pieces um, I like, I actually love, again, I think that signing was not, the, they didn't have the best window, but I think we had the best signing in, in Varan. Um, you had Sancho, goals, assists, um, another win. So I just look at what City did um, with adding Jack. Uh, I, we read off the players last week. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to kiss their butt anymore. Um, but I just think they've done something great. Um I would not be shocked if these sheiks got this deal through with, with Kane um, before the season. It wouldn't shock me at all. Um, I don't think they need him because they ran a false nine all, all year last year. But if they get him, um, at that point, you're just playing FIFA. Um, and so I think they finished first. Uh, I think United finished second again. I think it's a better race um, than it was last year. And I think we were only eight points off. So that's that, that, that leads for a very exciting season. Um, I think Chelsea, who bring in a, a, a proven striker in the league, um, where they only scored, their top scorer was Giroud, who had seven goals last season. Um, Lukaku's going to give you 20. Um, you can look for 15 to 20 goals for sure. Um, so they finished third um, above Liverpool, who 
I think you can see in the preseason, you can see, you know, um, Van Dyke looks a little off. You know, those guys, they're kind of getting their feet back together again. I think they finished fourth uh, in the Champions League position, um, but I think they're well off the pace uh, to be champions. Damn. All right. Ah, damn, this is hard. I know, I mean, I know, like you said, I need to be realistic. And I need to, yes, yeah, City didn't lose much. I mean, who did they lose? Aguero? Never, they hardly played last year. Yeah, it was Aguero. Uh, they lose, I mean, oh, they Gab- don't. Gabriel Jason- Jesus is bench player now. He's not even a starter anymore. Um, Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. They game. <laughs> who did they game? Who else did they lose? They lost somebody else. Well, you, Bernardo Silva will be gone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just, you, know, you have Gudewan, you still have De Bruyne, you bring Rise, in Grealish. Sterling. I just, I just don't see how, uh, you know, defensively, they're just, they're just stacked everywhere. Yes, I mean, goalkeeper, so they just don't have any flaws in the, and, and, and where they do, there's a backup just waiting to come on and prove Phil Foden's still there. He's in his mm-hmm. prime. Um, I just, I don't see how, you know, the problem is for me anyway, as a United fan, you know, you would hope that there would be some issue with maybe continuity or, you know, them not playing together. That's not their issue. And I don't even think Jack Blue is going to start mm-hmm. because Pep doesn't give a shit how much money they paid for you. He'll sit your ass on the bench. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen to Jack. He's going to have to earn his way in. He will not start. I mean, you saw it in the the Community Shield. He did play, but he not he's not going to come in and upset the apple cart and start right away. He's going to have to earn that. So they've just got they've got loads of talent. If they get Kane, um, I think they win it comfortably. If if they sign Kane and he's and he actually has a striker, you know, when he has a striker, <laughs> when he has a pure striker like an Aguero or a Messi or a Neymar. Pep usually puts it to bed pretty early. So, um, false nine, he can do that too. He did that last season. So, I mean, I just don't see how they get beat this season. Hmm. They're going to lose games, but not very many. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to start off with this Liverpool fourth. And I think narrowly gets fourth. I don't think, I, don't, I mean, for some reason, Liverpool with the. Um, they're attacking with Firmino, uh, Mar- uh, Mane, and um, and um, Salah. Salah last Salah. last season. I mean, yes, they're, they're I mean, two seasons ago, they're a goal scoring force, and they started the season pretty hot, but you, it just didn't work. I mean, they just they just didn't do it towards the end of the season. Their chemistry or something was just off, and I don't I don't I don't put that on Van Dyke and them losing Van Dyke. It just didn't look right, you know. Uh, and then they brought it, you know, they were using Shakiri and all that. So I don't, I don't think <coughs> Klopp has it figured out anymore. I don't know if it's because maybe Salah's in his prime or past his prime, or I mean, I know he's not over the hill, you know, Salah, but um, and Mane being disgruntled because Mane was pissed off several times last season, not last season, not getting playing time. And then for Firmino, Firmino, I just. I just never been a big Firmino fan. That he, um, I've never been a Firmino fan at all. I'm just, I've never been, how do you say, scared of him. 
as a as a as a player. Even with the Brazil team, you saw it in the Copa America. I mean, he's really not a big threat uh, at all. Uh, it's just I don't see the team, even with Van, a healthy one hundred percent Van Dyke. Uh, they lose Van Alden, um, the, in, in in kind of like that descent, defensive stopper. Um, who are they going to rely on to pair up with Van Dyke? You know, and then obviously with the um, the the backs, Arnold and um, Robertson. You know, um, have they been figured out that you know they're really not good defenders? I mean, they're good defenders, they're not great defenders. Uh, they're great attacking, but that's about it. So I, I don't have. I, I think Liverpool will be on will be on the block to not make top four. Who's going to replace them in the top four? That's probably a bigger question since we talked about Tottenham, uh, Arsenal, Everton, you know, Wolves, Leeds, all these teams that we kind of like, okay, are they going to fall off or not? But I don't know. I don't have – I'm not very confident in Liverpool solidifying that top four position. I might be crazy or whatnot, but people call me crazy. Here's where I have a problem. I have really a big – not problem – I just don't have enough confidence in putting who's going to be in top three. I'm scared of Chelsea now, EC, of who they've added. You know what I mean? It, you know, they added Lukaku. They've added who, who's the other guy they added? Um, some bitch, I forgot his name. I have to look it up. Yeah. I, I ain't scared of no Chelsea. They've won the Champions League. Obviously, they're coming off the Champions League high. I'm not going to even say that shit today about whatever the, the crap they played today, the Super League that everybody thinks, oh, it's a trophy. It's a fucking community shield, but for an, on the national, national stage. It don't mean shit. You know what I mean? They really haven't lost much. You know, Conte's being is Conte. I just don't know where that, that positioning is. I feel with the additions that United have made, and let's hope... The superstar players that we've signed actually play like superstars, i.e. Paul Pogba, i.e. Tony Martial, i.e. Bruno Fernandes, i.e. If I'm using i.e. wrong, guys, I'm fucking sorry. It's i.e. or i.g. or whatever you want to call it, example or whatnot. Don't know how to, you know, whatever. Um, these players we signed, I.e. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are they going to play? Because on face value, you see, I think, it, our talent's good. I mean, it's just young. It's just not developed. But the only difference is between City and us is a coach, and and Chelsea is the coach, and what how he's going to do it, how he's going to play. We have the talent to compete, and I, I I totally I think I, in my deep down in my heart, when you look on paper, we have the talent to compete. It's is the coach is going to get us across the line. That's where I'm kind of I'm kind of heartfelt to where. Is it going to be a toss-up between Chelsea and Man City at, at one or two, and then we're coming in a close three? That's that's the that's where I'm kind of I'm torn. The positioning of where we end up in the the, the top the top three. Uh, it's just because you know, like I said, Tuchel Tuchel approved himself. You know, he won Champions League, and he brought in more players, and they're not even done. It doesn't seem like if they're if, are they done in the Champions League. I mean, uh, transfer window. So if you want, put a gun to my head, which I hope you don't. And I'm not trying to, I'm not stereotyping you, EC, or not, okay? Um, but 
<laughs> but I'm going City one, Chelsea two. We're we're third, and then uh, far off in the. Now, in the now what's wrong? Fourth, far off in the far off. What's wrong with that? Far off in the fourth is going to be Liverpool. I'm saying far off. I think we could contend. We could contend for top three. Top three is going to be a, a race, a horse race. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, I don't think I don't think that's a bad shout. I don't think that's a bad shout at all. I, I think like that's it. an honest I, shout. I don't like it, but yes, I, like I you think, said yes. I don't think it's a bad shout. I don't think anybody can argue that what you're saying. I think last year you were a little way off. I don't know what you were on. Smoking, I think you yes. were looking at all these players and well, I th- well, I think you just saw you know the, the money, the signings, and the, the the value that they were in those other leagues. But I think to your point, those players are Premier, Premier League players. Man. Yeah, they had a season under their belt, got a chance to play with the coach for a couple months. Lukaku coming in, we know what he's going to do. He, he knows the league. He knows the players. He's not going to be scared. He's not going to take any, any time to get used to something. So that's not a bad shout. Mm-hmm. I mean, they there's going to be a point in time where Chelsea will be in first place. You can mark it down. I'm not, I don't know how long the stretch will be, but you can best believe Tuchel has talked to their owner. And Abramovich has said, what do you think he can do? He said, well, listen, you give me $100 million dollars and i'll win the damn league i guarantee you that was a conversation and he went out and got a proven 20 goal a season 15 to, to 20 goal a season striker because last year they won a champions league and their best striker is now playing in italy i believe uh with ac milan so i d- i don't think that's a bad shout i think it's going to be an excellent season but for anybody to think that Chelsea's not going to finish top four, um, I just don't think they're paying attention to, like you said, one, the players that brought in, players that are already there, and their coach. Um, and so United have their hands cut out for them. It's not going to be, oh, we got the, the, the we got the center back we want, we got the right winger we want, all right, we're good. Um, it's going to be tough. It's you know Injuries happen. Look at what happened to Liverpool with their injuries. So you, know, you never know what could happen when the season gets going, you know, how guys come back. Um, COVID's still a thing. They got the variants out now. So, you know, guys go down from it because, you know, now there's fans back in the stands. So, you know, I personally think they're going to shut it back down again. I hope I'm way off and wrong, but, um, you know, it, it's a crazy world we're in. It's going to be a fun season. I certainly hope that, uh, you know, we're at least right that they're in the top four. We at least both pick that. Um, but I, I hope we're both wrong and that, you know, United do in the league. Um, I don't see it. Yeah, um, but uh, hey, it's one of those things where it's a shot in the dark. But I think I think I think we both agree, and we it, we haven't. I mean, this hasn't happened in a very long time, and <clears throat> hope you're in agreement with me that it's going to be a competitive top three at least. I don't think because. <laughs> Liverpool blew out top one, City's blown out top one, and it's been a competitive two, three, four. I think one through three is going to be actually competitive this year. You know, maybe one through four I <coughs> that we haven't seen since Leicester won the league, right? When Leicester won the league, it was competitive, and that's Leicester winning the league. It hasn't been competitive since then. Um, I think we're going to see a competitive, a competitive top four. 
Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I've been saying. Yeah. I just felt like it was a two-team race, you know, with, you know, it was City or Liverpool. Which one? You pick You pick the two. That's kind of, that's been my argument. I think we're going to have more teams in the For jump. a while. And, yeah. you know, I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong. But I just I just think that, you know, Liverpool, I, I wouldn't sleep on Liverpool either. Um, I don't think Mane and Salah, Salah are done. Um uh, Firmino's that type of guy that nuts seem to fit that mold, but then all of a sudden he goes out and you, you look up and he's got two assists. So um, can't sleep on that team. Um, having, I think, their leader back uh, in, in Virgil van Dijk, that's going to be huge. Can he get his legs up underneath of him? Uh, he looked really bad on a goal uh, early, dropped, dropped him all the way down to the ground. So, you know, can he come back and be the player that he was off of a, of a of ACL tear? You know, who knows? So, you know, Chelsea, I don't think have it figured out at the back defensively, uh, but offensively, um, you know, they're a juggernaut up there just about with anyone. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, exciting. Still uh, thinking about whether or not I want to go to that. They've got a Oklahoma City uh, bar that they watch the United games at, and I'm a part of the Oklahoma chapter out here for United. So I'm Debating on whether or not to go watch it or just to wake up early in my jammies and and watch us play at 6.30 in the morning. 6.30 is a little early to be going to a bar. And that's somebody for somebody who starts drinking at 6.30. But to go to a bar, it's very early. Unless you're just getting out the night shift, just put it that way. <laughs> um, all right, you see, let's, uh, that's our picks for the league. Um the game true, picks, true. game picks, game picks, game picks. We have leads again, like you said, bar time at six thirty in the morning on Saturday. What a goal prediction or score prediction, and let's see. And uh, you tell me, will Sancho see the field on Saturday? Yeah, so I think we win that game three to one. Um, I think the the forwards get a goal. I think Bruno gets a goal. Um, two, so two from the players up front. And I think Bruno gets one. Um, and I do think Sancho starts. Um, he's been in training. He's been running around with the boys all week. Um, I think he'll get the nod um, on that right-hand side. I like I like the, the your confidence in Sancho. So, yes, I hope I hopefully we see Sancho, um, Greenwood, and, and Martial, and maybe in the positioning that I, I've said. Uh, was Greenwood up top, Sancho on the right, Martial on the left. I think we have that some some uh, some firepower. Let's hope we see a, a, a Bruno and Donny uh, link up in the midfield uh, with them. I don't know about Matic starting against Leeds against Leeds pace. That's the only thing that scares me. Um, I'm not very scared with the. I think I think Lindelof had a very good uh, uh, Euro, and he's had a you know a pretty good uh, preseason um, along with Harry Maguire. Maybe their chemistry has gotten a little better. And obviously, Sean and and and, and, uh, and, and um, Aaron Wambasaka um, and, and David de Gea, I think, has been given the starting uh, starting role, especially with the Dean Henderson. You know, kind of been. Um, I think is about COVID still going on or whatnot. Yeah, it so, was bad. Yeah. So let's see. Um. Yeah, that's got my that's my line of prediction. With that being said, you said three one. Yeah. Oh. I go two one, and this I mean two one United. 
Um, and this is probably from here, August, September, and pretty much into October, you see, is probably our biggest threat to make a run to top four. If you look at the games, I don't think we there are many games that we can drop points. I'm sorry, wins. If you look at on paper, toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, player-for-player, there ain't too many games until we run into Liverpool, I think, mid-October. Um, Liverpool, Tottenham are back-to-back in mid-October. This is where we need to make a push, and this is the crunch time that are, that we need to make a push and not drop games to the, the, the people we always drop games to. You know, like the Burnleys, the you know these lower level teams that we just don't live up, live up and play for. So, I mean, let's start it off hot. Let's start off with Leeds. I like your ambition with three one. Um, I'm gonna go two one. So let's let, let's 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 start the game, the season off right with the with the with the W. I ain't gonna go for a draw. I'm not gonna predict a draw. You're not predicting a draw. Let's start the lead. Let's start the the the, the year off right. Well, guys, thank you all very much for listening to tonight's pod, and uh, and we'll see you all next week. So, y'all have a good weekend. Let's see uh, United can pull it out, and happy uh, first of the first of the Premier League. Y'all take care, and Lucky Diaz, where you at? Let's get it on. Sugar, let's get it on.